0: use any one of those <laughs> so this is no laugh track podcast episode 505 my name is justin severson and i thought i learned how to clap this week but maybe i still need more practice we start the show each week with a little uh slate as it was to let it know uh, let us uh, so brandon the producer can match up the times and my clapping is very uh, poor i Brian, don't know how long
1: me. i don't know how long we've been recording but i think we should really leave in The preamble And your clap Because after all of that It was terrible It was terrible Slate (laughs) It was terrible I hope you were Yeah leave it in Fine leave it in Yeah It, it, It was like uh
0: bring back the blooper show on nbc (laughs) dig up ed mcmahon and and this is the one they put on the commercial like we got we got an hour of these (laughs) dummies like this guy shows what he can't do anyway that is the voice and the face of ryan hamilton who has not been on this podcast with me since february 23rd of 2017
1: wow you got exact. the specific dates. Yeah, the
0: archive. Yeah, it was three oh three. You walked in three oh three p.m. I I had arrived at like two fifty eight two thousand seventeen. That's yeah. amazing. Yes, oh my word. And wow. every calendar year that you know they they have the calendar in the office here at Acme. Yeah, you know they they write the names in, and I'm always like, where's, where's Ryan coming back?
1: <laughs> yes, <Yeah>, sure.
0: <Where's, laughs> yes, absolutely. I'm like where's Ryan? He's not. Another year without Ryan Hamilton? Okay. As you asked me before we started recording, how many of these have you done already? You have done three of these. So this is our fourth. This is our fourth. First one was all 10 years ago, sir. Over 10 years ago. Oh, my. Yes. January of 2013. We did it again. January 2014. Feb 2017. And now we're June 2023. Wow. Well... Welcome to summer in Minnesota, by the way.
1: Have you ever been here in the summer? I don't think I've ever... I mean... Maybe not. I don't know that I've ever been here in the summer. So, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. yeah. You'll fall in love with it. You'll want to move here. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that today. I was like, I'll just come here during the summer and live here. And then never again during the winter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Now you've uh, you've got the status where you don't need to come in the winter. You don't want to do that. come in the summer when it's nice.
1: Well, the thing the reason why I like to come in the winter is because um That's when people like to buy tickets in Minneapolis. It's true, actually, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, I need the help. If the weather can help me sell tickets, I'll take it. Oh, please. But right now in the summer, we're enjoying it. We were actually scheduled for the winter, and we had to move this. Is this interesting to anybody? (laughs) Stop.
0: Yes, I want to know it all. No, uh... Last time you were here, we did it, we recorded with Pat Sussmilch. It was also the last time he was on the podcast as well. Just a little fun fact.
1: Oh, we were on together? Yes. Oh, right. I kind of remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I have yeah, a terrible yeah. memory. You do? Yeah.
0: Do you, uh, do you what was I going to ask you here? How, how was last night? you finally back. How was the first show back at Acme?
1: Last night was a phenomenal show. It really was. It was just really great. I don't know what happened. There's those nights where you're just like, wow, this should have been my special. Now that we're, I know we're recording, maybe it will be. No, <laughs> I don't know. But um, it was great. Really good crowd. Just really fun. I don't know. Everything came together last night.
0: So when I was trying to get confirmation about doing the podcast with you this yes. week, there was a concern that maybe you weren't going to be
1: able to make it. Oh, yeah. We had... Um, smoke in New York City which is a weird thing you don't say very often no the world's on fire and so now sometimes you can't go places because of smoke it's just another thing you know like it's so weird to be a comedian I was thinking you have to be so many things now you have to like there was a period of time where you had to be like you have to be funny but you also have to be like very savvy uh, marketing social media manager um, You have to be a uh, virus specialist. What do they call that? <laughs> you know? And, yeah. you, and you also have to be a meteorologist. Yes. Like all these things have to come together for you to get to the gig and do a show. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we, well, they grounded all the flights the day before, and it was, You know, just really smoky. (laughs) I guess, you know, you can't fly when it's really smoky. You can't see.
0: I watched some time lapse video, and at the end of it, the sky looked orange.
1: Yeah, it was really weird. I mean, it was very apocalyptic. But New York was going crazy. I'm from Idaho, where we have um, forest fires. Like, as you know, we know that the forest burns sometimes, and, and we get smoke like that occasionally. So it was really funny to watch New York... This is a thing, like, it was a very, like, rural thing in the city. It felt to me like I was walking around and I felt like New Yorkers, like, is this what camping's like? What are we? This is crazy. What's happening? And then I'm a
0: city person, damn it.
1: Yeah. And then to have New York and like, uh, you know, on Twitter, it was just like New York arguing with LA, like LA's going, New York, quit complaining. This happens all the time. You don't know. As if. This only happens in New York and L.A. You know what I mean? Like, New York and L.A., you just think they're so special that nobody else gets
0: smoke. For the record, New York and L.A., uh, we've had air
1: quality advisories in Minnesota this week as well. Exactly. I know. I know. Mm -hmm. I know you guys had big problems a couple weeks ago with Mm -hmm. the same fires, probably. So, yeah. But New York and L.A., just think that, you know, this is the only place that things happen. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> During uh I wanna go back because we haven't talked in so long, but just quickly I'm curious, like when COVID hit, how did you handle that doing did you completely stop doing comedy? Did you do, I did. Did you do Zoom? You did nothing? I did very little
1: comedy. <laughs> and i've continued that uh, i'm still doing shows but i'm d- I've decided to do very little comedy I mean... oh do we need to do do we need to d- differentiate between shows and comedy yeah, I, shows yeah i was doing shows okay. i just in, in i was on a stage because of covid i decided not to make them funny i took a different approach i did as many shows as possible interesting that was my approach i felt that it was really the humor that was spreading the virus not the shows <laughs> no, uh and I just feel like it's safer to be, you know, boring. Yeah, laughs I mean, you know laughs.
0: You, you, <clears throat> laughing can yeah, passes. All germs. sorts of problems because yeah, laughs germs. can cause. Mm-hmm.
1: All sorts of problems. So I've decided to continue not being funny. Um <laughs> and um <laughs> No, I didn't do anything. I, I I went to Idaho and Oh you did. Yeah. And um and i went very early like i didn't even know before everything really was crazy i went to idaho and um it was it was really wild i was just there for a long long time (laughs) yeah i brought a backpack you know that's like how it was i brought a backpack and then i was gone for like a year and a half oh my yeah um you went back to your bedroom uh, we had a little rental house in a, in a town that is like a little ski town. And the, you know and so um, I stayed there in this little house by myself mostly. Oh, okay. I was very cautious. My, my father was very high risk. And um, sometimes he wanted to go to a, a, where we grew up. And uh, so I would go and be with him there. And that was really the only person I hung out with. And, um, yeah, so I was there. I did a couple of corporate go- Zoom things, but, um, I didn't do a lot. No, no. I, I didn't do much. Nope. Yeah.
0: Uh, and then when, so it's another, another thing I want to bring up that has happened in between a lot that we've talked is, uh, you toured with Seinfeld.
1: Yeah, I guess maybe I wasn't really touring with Seinfeld last we talked. Yeah. I
0: looked back, and one of the things we talked about in 2017, you had just done Radio City, maybe, with somebody else? Does this uh, sound familiar I've at never all? done Radio well, maybe City. Maybe it wasn't that.
1: Maybe Carnegie Hall? Carnegie Hall! Yeah, with Gad, uh, probably. Yeah, I don't know the difference. <laughs> I don't either, really. Um, <laughs> Madison Square Garden we're talking about, right? I, there were like I did. <laughs> it yeah. was Shea
0: Stadium, right? You went back in time and there were 50,000 people there? I
1: did the Vienna Opera House in <laughs> Midtown Manhattan. It was there for some reason. I don't know why. It was weird. Um, so, uh, yeah. That's so crazy. So long ago. My special wasn't even out last time we talked. My Netflix special.
0: Wait, is that right?
1: Yeah, if it was 2017, pretty sure. Okay. Or maybe it had just come out. I
0: think it had just come out. Th- maybe. Yeah, it, that is that stand, still stands as one yeah. of my favorite stand-up specials of all time. Oh, that's nice. I, Thank I you. don't say that like I to people. I for real mean that. It is so good. Oh, that's I recommend nice. that. To, oh, my God, it's so funny. Oh, that's very it's nice. Like, Thank you. Like, gut laughs at home, which doesn't always happen. Like, it's more likely to get the huge laughs while I'm seeing comedy in person, but man... Oh, thank I love. you. That's such a good special.
1: I've stopped all that. <laughs> I, uh, I don't do that anymore. So to be clear, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was the end of the big laughs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, in, in I just. Or? Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm taking a new approach. Okay, all right. So I asked. Uh, oh,
0: where is it now? I asked ChatGPT GPT how you met Jerry Seinfeld. Really? Yeah. <laughs> do you want to see what it said? Um, yeah, I'm curious. All right, Ryan Hamilton. The stand-up comedian, known for his clean and observational humor, had the opportunity to meet Jerry Jerry Seinfeld, a comedy legend and creator of the iconic sitcom Seinfeld. You're going to catch on to something here. They just keep throwing out facts. (laughs) The exact details of their meeting may not be widely documented, but it is believed that their paths crossed through the world of stand-up comedy. Wow, chat is so smart. Nailed it, right? Yeah. Uh, You, Ryan Hamilton, have been making a name for yourself on the comedy scene performing at various clubs and festivals. Jerry, of course, is known for his love of of comedy and supporting up-and-coming comedians. It's quite possible uh, Seinfeld caught wind of Ryan's act and was impressed by his unique style and comedic talent.
1: Do you agree or disagree? I mean, (laughs) that sounds like it could be possible.
0: Yeah. As a result... Jerry reached out to Hamilton invited him to perform on a show or event where they had a chance to meet and connect (laughs) given Jerry's influence and admiration within the community the comedy community meeting him can be a significant moment in a comedian's career (laughs) uh specifics of their meeting might be a private encounter or a professional encounter but is undoubtedly provided Ryan with an exciting opportunity to interact with one of his comedy idols and potentially gain valuable insights and advice <laughs> wow <laughs> that that's pretty much something
1: chat G Gp really just you know they they'll answer any question even if they don't have the answer yeah jet chat will never go I don't know <laughs> Why won't they just go? I don't know. So my w- that would be smarter. Yes, my wife
0: does this because she's such a nice person. She tries to give an answer to every question that like somebody will have, and I'll have. You know. Yeah. Like, why do you do? You even know why the the they're selling the cabin? Just you know, like a, you know, yeah, yeah, cab. yeah. Well, I think it's because I'm like. Well, but, but you you don't actually know though. <laughs> well, no, but I mean, it could be because. <laughs> Sometimes they, I just they're... wish you would say I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I could speculate too.
1: <clears throat> you know? Who's selling the cabin? Anyway, um... <laughs> Why? Why? We need to know why. Yeah, that's um yeah. Just just yeah.
0: Did did jet did chat D-P- chat GPT get a hold of Jerry and, and this is word for word what happened or no? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think so. You don't think I so. I don't think so. I met Jerry at Carnegie Hall. Uh we probably told this story last time if I if if you remember this oh. me op- being at Carnegie Hall. Anyway, refresh me please. Um I was opening for Gad Elmaleh, who's a very famous comedian in France. Okay, yes. And they're friends, Jerry and Gad. Okay. And Gad had a uh a tour over here in English. Um and it was a really big deal, and he had me open for him at Carnegie Hall. And Jerry was there, and so Cat says, do you want to meet Jerry? And I said, yeah, sure. And Jerry goes, have you played here before? And I go, yeah. He goes, you have? I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he gave me some really good advice about specifically, specifically playing in Carnegie Hall, and because Carnegie Hall's built acoustically. So a lot of times when you're in a theater, you have the wings and you look to your left or your right and you can see the stage manager and you kind of have like an anchor or somebody, you know, sure. there's somebody over there. If mm-hmm. something's going wrong and they're they're close, they're not that far away often. But Carnegie Hall's built in a way that the stage is massive and the walls. There is no wings be- for acoustic purposes. So when you come out, it's like a secret door, and then the wall shuts. It looks like a door- wall, but it's a door. And so you're out there alone. It's just like the door shuts. <laughs> and then you have a 30-foot walk, 50-foot walk. I don't know. It's a long ways out there. So he said, just be aware there's no wings. So that was really good advice. Very specific and good. Yeah. And then um, I got off stage, and he was standing there. And he had watched my whole set, and it was amazing. And then we watched our friend perform on the monitor backstage and just laughed and made jokes, and like, it was great. And um, a couple days later, I just happened to run into him in the city, just by happenstance, weirdly. Not, I was tr- not tracking him on Twitter of his whereabouts. <laughs> not officially, no. <laughs> no. I was coming out of Gotham Comedy Club, and he was coming in, and um, he pulled me aside, and gave me some really nice words and advice and we just kind of he just then a while later he asked me if I would open for him it was amazing yeah so cool yeah very cool he's very generous and I've learned so much from him but he loves comedy he loves to talk about comedy and he loves to work on comedy very uh ambitious guy and a very uh disciplined guy.
0: So I was, we were talking before we started recording, I was mm-hmm. talking about the latest episode of Tuesdays with Stories that I was yeah. listening to, and Mark Norman, of course, is yeah. also open for uh, Jerry yes. Seinfeld yeah. for, in the last few years. And he'll talk about on that podcast about like, uh, like when, when something comes to mind and he wants to ask, talk to Jerry about it, but he's yeah. too afraid to text him and yeah. the whole waiting, like do I repl- how soon do I reply if he texts right. me and <laughs> do, do you have anything like that?
1: Uh, <clears throat> Or do just know. like, could you text him right now and be like, what up, dog? I mean, I could text him if I had something that I wouldn't bother him unless I really, you know, wanted to. Sometimes we'll go get breakfast or something like that, and it's great, and I love hanging out with him. But I don't text him just to say what's up. It's like I feel like we have our conversations when we're working together or when we're doing our breakfast, sure. you know? I'm not just calling him on the road being like, hey, what's going on, you know? <laughs> I don't need to I don't need to uh I don't need to interrupt his life. But I do enjoy when we have our conversation. So when I get to see him, you know, I've kind of uh kept some things in mind that I wanna bring up, Perfect. talk about. And he does that too, I think. I think he's good at, you know, coming to a conversation prepared with like it's not always formalized like that. Yeah. yeah. Like when we're on the road or whatever, we get a lot of time together. But <clears throat> often it's like, okay, here's something that happened this is a fun, you know it's just like catching up sure yeah
0: did uh when you guys go out to eat does it use an american express like
1: in the commercials in the 90s i haven't noticed but probably Remember i don't that? know he did yeah. american express for yeah. years yeah he did a, he did this great american express uh commercial with superman, superman yes. yeah <laughs> animated and i've <laughs> talked with him about that really and he wrote all of those well, yeah that's why they're good yeah they're yeah. so good yeah yeah He's, he's like that when he when he when he wants to do something, he gets all in on it sure. he likes to if he's attached to i think he wants to be really you know he wants to make the decisions and he wants to have his fingerprint on it yeah. sure if he's doing it
0: yeah next time keep an eye out to see if it's a visa or mastercard or <laughs> <laughs> what the f- discover <laughs> what the hell Jerry. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> what is
1: that? What
0: is that? Uh, so what was it? A, a li- over a year ago, I think you're ta- are you talking about this accident you had on stage? Is that a big yeah. part of you? not I fortunately had to work last night at one of oh, my many yeah. jobs. I didn't. Get to, I wanted to come see the show last night. I couldn't. So I didn't get to see what you're talking about. I know that you were in a really bad accident. Yes, I was. And it's great to see you in front of me for so many reasons.
1: And oh. that's another
0: one of them is that you're Thank clearly you. Have, have, I appreciate, I
1: appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I am talking about it. It's uh it's become a the bulk of my act <laughs> weirdly. I mean, I don't know. It was just I've never had anything that I felt I had to talk about. Sure. If nobody knows, I people probably don't know who are listening to this, maybe they do. I was hit by a bus over a year ago now and um it was really something wild. I was a pedestrian in the street, hit by a bus
0: where in which city?
1: I was in Los Angeles. Yeah. I was walking to pick up a rental car at the end of 2022. 20, okay. And um <clears throat> and uh yeah. I hit the button, watched the light, walked across the street, didn't hear or feel anything, and then it's kind of gruesome. But I talk about it in my act about about it was hard to talk about it because it was strange. I had to talk about it, for one, because people knew about it, and I had to move all of these shows, so people, like, we weren't going to announce it. I didn't even want to announce it. And but, I thought it happened? Yeah, because I just, I don't know. When it happened, it was like, I had a couple big shows, and I thought, okay, we can move these little shows, and if I can just do the big shows, if I can just get through the big shows, then maybe we won't have to say anything... And I'll just kind of fake it. But a month went by and it became apparent that there's no way that I could do that. Yeah. It was just like I didn't know how to... I was couldn't comprehend what was going on. Sure. So we had to move the show. I couldn't breathe. You know, I was still talking with gasping. And it was like, even if my I couldn't move my arm that much, you I wouldn't have been able to talk properly. So... Uh, we had to move did you, the ever, show. did you
0: ever even think, like, what would I tell
1: people? Uh, plastic surgery? Knee? New knee? Like, <laughs> I just was going to, like, just, you know, not be as physical and just do my act. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Why is he in a body cast? <laughs> Ryan. Uh, you couldn't. <clears throat> by looking at me, you may not have been able to tell, really, if I was just standing on a stage. Okay. I never had a cast on. Even though I had to have a titanium plate in my arm, from like the just above my sh- elbow to just below my shoulder, and um, but you you, uh, you know I would have my mobility wouldn't have been a hundred percent. But you may not have known. Okay. You may except the breathing and the talking. I couldn't, and it was you know, and I lo- you you would have been like. He's really tired or something, you know? <laughs> like I don't know. Probably somebody would have been like, I think he's having an off day or I don't know what's going on. But I just thought I could get through these few big shows, okay. but I couldn't do it. Sure. And then um so we had to move everything. Anyway, I can't remember why I started talking about that, but uh yeah, it was it was um how many sh- a so life altering thing. Yeah, right. Um
0: how so after that happened, I think I read that you ended up back at back home with uh, yeah so it happened it,
1: it happened in Los Angeles and uh i was in the hospital for 5 days with the surgery and um they really wanted me out of there because of covid it was like packed with covid at the hospital oh my goodness, yeah 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 it was crazy oh. so um they uh but i couldn't travel so um i couldn't get on a plane because of my lung for doctor's orders and I couldn't really be in a car for long periods of time so my mom came to be with me in LA and we lived in LA in hotels for like five weeks or something wow and then we drove to uh, Salt Lake City where I was planning to do these shows and on the way there I just realized I couldn't do it so I, we had to move the shows like a week out. But I started doing physical therapy in Salt Lake City and Idaho, going back and forth and being with my family. And they would come with me. And, and I had lots of follow-up appointments and doctors in Salt Lake City as well. So then I was in doing that Idaho-Salt Lake City for, a, I don't know, two months. And then, uh, and then the end of March, I got hit January 1st. New Year's Day of of of, of Happy um, New Year everybody. 20, 2022. Oh yeah, I said it was the end of 22, but it was the end of 21 when I got hit. Right. Uh, or actually it was the first day of 22. But um so yeah, um and then my first gig back was writing at the Oscars for Amy the okay. end of March. And I really wasn't ready and I didn't know that I was like i hadn't uh, amy asked me if she would help her just in a text and i said sure and she always asked me to help her which just kind of means reviewing something watching the live show giving her notes i kind of thought and then she <laughs> texts me like weeks later like hey i'm still working on getting the job secured i'm like job secure i didn't realize that we had set up for me to like go to la for two weeks and act- actually have a job oh wow so then i was like oh that's what you meant i didn't understand so i never even told amy this but i just thought okay i can do it but it was a little early for me to be doing something like that but i went and did it and um
0: was she like ryan not every joke is about car
1: accidents (laughs) she's so great i mean she basically had everything written before i even got there so my my uh my duty on that show was more like i'm amy's assistant and working for her and i helped with some writing but she most of the creative stuff was done before i i even got there but it was a really interesting experience crazy do you Uh, sit through the live show then to
0: watch what makes it
1: oh yeah 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 we were writing and adjusting and pitching during the show during the show and that's the also the show with the uh, slap thing so that all happened so you were,
0: were you in person there then
1: yeah for the oh wow yeah and uh, Amy was the last person who had any, any time left on the show when that uh, as from the hosts. So I'm like backstage. There, that year there were three hosts, and each host had a writer. And so I was Amy's writer. Okay, yeah. So I'm backstage with the other two host writers, and that happened. And we were just watching it on a monitor, not knowing what was going on like everybody else. I mean, my duties at the show were only Amy's work so like i don't know what's going on really with the rest of the show and and we're watching it like what's happening and then we're and then amy's in her trailer and i'm like amy's the only person only host left with any time on the show and the head writer's not getting back to us this is my first writing job ever in my life and i'm like is it Amy and I's job to save the Oscars? Like what is happening right now? Right. This is so wild. It. I mean, I never would presume that that was my duty, but it just felt like a lot of pressure and very strange. And I had to go to Amy and her, um, she had her producing partner there, Kevin, who was there fortunately too, just because she wanted him there. I was so grateful. So, And then Wanda and the other host kind of came in and I stepped back. But, it was it was wild to watch what was going on.
0: At any right after it happened, were you looking at the other writers like, "Did is this you? Did you do?
1: Did no, you write we this? Because all... I, I had <coughs> nothing to do with this. No, I was so I had worked with them so closely that I knew that we were just like, you know, we'd each been working on our host stuff, and we were just so entrenched in that. So yeah, it was it was it was wild.
0: Would you want to do that again? Right for a award show?
1: It was fun. I would do it again. Yeah, I was, it was a good experience, really interesting, um, yeah, I learned a lot, I got like thrown into the fire, I'd never been, I never had a writing job, so it was like, this is, I got a lot of exposure into the world of like a writer's room, yeah, it was really cool,
0: yeah, and a lot, the, I mean, and that slap just adds so much more to it too, yeah, it was crazy, amazing, uh, I, I want to ask, so about when you got hit by this bus, which is crazy just to say, um, have you seen footage of it like is there like a like a traffic cam that recorded it
1: um we're looking I don't as far as I know, they haven't been able to find anything. I haven't I don't I don't talk to them much. I just like to not be I don't know. They were like, You don't have to talk to us and I go, Okay, I don't wanna to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't wanna see it if there is. Okay. Yeah. That's what I yeah, that's, yeah, that's curious. Yeah. No way, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't wanna see it. I remember it all. I remember everything. I s I, I I didn't go unconscious.
0: Oh, I just assumed. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. I stood up immediately, actually, which is really crazy because, yeah, it was just like adrenaline. It was really gruesome, but I stood up, and I didn't know what was going on, and it was wild. I'm yeah. okay. I'm okay. It's just dirt. No, I knew I was not okay. Good. Good. But I also... I people like, he's not okay. Yeah. I knew I was not okay, but I couldn't figure out what was wrong. You know? I just didn't... yeah it it was it was it was wild
0: uh maybe i'm at um like is there like a the bus driver is there like a criminal case is there an apology i don't know to be honest i i
1: don't know i mean there's i uh we haven't kept in touch (laughs) (laughs) well here he is
0: Was <laughs> <Burr, burr. laughs> hear a bus horn? <laughs> He's outside. He's
1: outside. Well, I, I Yeah, I know the police came by and took a report from me and that's about all I know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And the uh recovery, like where are you at with that now? Like
1: I um uh, you know, I was through uh months of physical therapy and um I'm still working on it. I mean I'm doing strength training now and getting, you know, my left side strong and and I'm just working on it. But yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. on. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay because you're here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes yeah. 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 Survived.
0: Yes. Absolutely. Uh, does Does it make you think you made the right decision in being a New York comic instead of an L.A. comic? Because <laughs> this could never happen there, is what um, I'm saying.
1: <laughs> I feel like. Um, you know, but L.A. gets such terrible smoke, you know, I would never want to be there anyway. <laughs> Just the smoke that they get over there is so bad. I, you know, they get it so regularly. Um, I have always loved being a New York comedian. It's so weird. I never thought I would be a New York comedian. But once I got there, um, I love it. And I like L.A. too. I like L.A. too. Yeah. But um, I don't know. Maybe someday, maybe someday I'll be an LA comedian. Who knows?
0: I heard you in an interview say uh, you might even told me this way back in uh, 2013 that uh, you got into comedy. One of the reasons is because you liked reading Dave Barry's articles or his yeah, columns so much. That's right. right. Yeah. Yes. Uh, have you ever met him? And does he know of this of your, you know, admiration for him?
1: <clears throat> I don't. I doubt he knows. I don't know. I've told I've talked about that many times, but um so you, you know. have no idea if that's gotten back to him at all. Cuz I
0: I had to look I'm like is he still alive? He just released another novel. He's Did he? Yes.
1: Oh, I should check that out. Uh-huh. I'll have to read that. Yeah. Um yeah, I read his last one and I don't know. I doubt he even knows who I am, but um hmm. yeah. Yeah, but I I was influenced by just a guy who had a career like that. That's what was really cool to me, that he wrote this, he wrote this, he just would write a funny thing every week, and I was like, this is somebody's job? Like, I just didn't understand yeah. like how that could be your job. Yeah. That just sounded like the greatest life. So that really influenced me, and I also thought he was very funny. And um, yeah, so I had my own column in the newspaper when I was like 14 in Idaho. <laughs> We didn't have a school newspaper, but I really wanted to do this, so I just called up the county newspaper, and I say in Idaho in the 90s, when you call up the newspaper and go, can I have a column? They just go, yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> please. Please have a column. <laughs> we don't up. need to know anything else about <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I want to bring up that the other thing that you've mentioned uh, that influenced you to get into comedy, besides Dave Barry, was the TV show Evening at the Improv. Yeah, A&E. that's
1: true. Yeah, which really dates me, but yeah uh, Whatever Nobody even remembers or knows what
0: that is But I brought it I bring it up on this podcast every right now and Because the episodes You can still catch You know like on Amazon Prime They're all out
1: there I know I've And gone,
0: seeing the names that appeared on there Yeah Young comedians is I know. fascinating
1: I've gone back and You have Tried to lo- lo- Find the episodes that I remember well, Yeah but. Yeah And I have found some and, um Yeah There was an episode with Fred Stoller I think it was That I remember as a kid who said, I have, uh, I got a degree in philosophy and I'm trying to get a job at the philosophy store or something like that. <laughs> uh, you know,
0: and um, I think those are fantastic. Dear, uh, Jeff Cesario, who's been on this podcast, we got like he performed on that show. Yeah. So I got to ask oh, him. Oh, yeah. he hosted, as a matter of fact. Oh, yeah. As like he? the celebrity yeah. host. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. There was always a host. Yes. and And it just, to me, that show was so interesting to watch because I had seen, you know, the clips. uh, Well, this was even pre-Seinfeld. So I hadn't seen, like, the Seinfeld show where Jerry's doing stand-up in a comedy club, like a small comedy club. Yeah. You know, so... But it was all kind of the same to me where when I saw Evening at the Improv, it was like, where is this weird little place where there are people who aren't famous, that I've never heard of, who are just standing up there as adults, talking and being funny at this comedy club. It was just like, where is this? I'd never seen or even knew that any place like that really existed as a kid, you know, in rural Idaho. I'm like, I didn't know that there were comedy clubs. I knew that there were comedians. I would see them on The Tonight Show, but I didn't understand this. And so when I saw that, it, like, put into my head, like, oh, that's something that you could do. Like, I just felt like it made it possible for me to do it because it was like, well, these aren't famous people. These are just people that I've never heard of, and this just seems like a weird little place. Like, if I showed up, somehow, you know, there would be a route to, (laughs) like, this is what you do to get on that stage. Where's the sign-up? I'm
0: here. Yeah, exactly,
1: something like that. It just felt like it had that vibe about it, so...
0: Were were you ever interested in getting the uh, board game?
1: There's an evening at the improv board game? Yes. No, I did not know that. Yes, yeah, so I've brought this up in the podcast before. No one knows of the, no one knows about this, but you as someone who's watched the show
0: I need to. I'm gonna buy a copy of this and have it uh, on the it podcast. It must be so. hard to find. It, it is available on eBay. I mean, it's you know way oh. out of print, obviously. But I'm right. Gonna, I'm gonna give you some uh, details about this game. Okay, it's based on the TV show and the actual comedy club, The Improv. It tests your ability to make your friends laugh through various actions and jokes. The game contains four booklets, one each of gags, improvs, groans, and cracks. Right, (laughs) Which are used for each player's turn Players move around a board that is in case One accumulates points by successfully Getting the other players to laugh at the jokes One performs and can lose points By landing on spaces such as Heckler funnier than you Audience Uh. speaks no English And steal material There's a pegboard in the center of the game To keep track of each player's score Uh, Players move their pegs point by point from beginner to star And the first person to become a star Is the winner of the game
1: Wow. Yes. I got to check this out. I mean, How it sounds that? terrible. <laughs>
0: Doesn't it? <laughs> but great. At uh, the, you know? Yes, yeah. Both at the same yeah. time.
1: <laughs>
0: audience, mem- audience speaks no English? Is that a normal concern for comedians, Ryan?
1: <laughs> I've had that happen before. You have? I was on a cruise ship one time, and um, uh, and the, the way that this cruise ship worked is they would just – they like a, a group would buy a package – and so they would get tickets to all the events. So there was this group of Japanese tourists that bought, you know, they were a huge portion of the ship and they just had tickets to every event. So they would just go to everything, not knowing what it was. And we would do two shows a night for seven nights. And every night, it would be like 75% of people who didn't even know what I was saying, like could not even understand me. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was a a woman just fully asleep. Like just fully asleep. I don't blame her. You Is know? she
0: one of the English speaking or no? No, no. Well, <laughs> I oh, in. I don't know. Maybe.
1: <laughs> Maybe. And this was when I was still trying to be funny. <laughs> doing comedy. Right. I mean, this was like when I was actually doing humor still. <laughs> the crime of it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was <laughs> so um. So, I guess it's rare, but yeah, it happens. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to do cruise ships anymore. No, no. no. I, you know, the right one came along. I shouldn't even put that <laughs> you're, out there. You're full of crap. <laughs> you're not doing a, You are full of crap. You're not going to do a cruise ship.
0: Here's how I know you're not going to do a cruise ship, because you're going to be f- performing in November at a freaking arena.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're doing an arena <clears throat> on the sea. <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> the, the, yeah i know we're doing one arena show in salt lake city utah yeah yeah, know and thanksgiving weekend and um yeah it's pretty wild to me where the utah jazz play yeah yeah yeah.
0: I went on Ticketmaster this morning and looked yeah. at the, like, what? Look, I got to see the prices. I got to see. This is amazing. Yeah. yeah. Here's Ryan Hamilton stage. All these. I mean, both. They're not. This isn't like some joke, like they're blocking off the upper level. Like, you're well, selling tickets everywhere.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, we're doing it. Like, I'm not doing it in the round. That would be the way to sell the most tickets. But we have one end, which is the stage. Just one end is the, blocked. That's going to be a lot of people. Yeah, it's a lot of people. So, it's pretty wild to me i never thought we would be doing it i they brought it to me it was their idea and i said really (laughs) i mean i'm still kind of like in shock about it we'll just see what happens but yeah yeah i've i've i think we've sold about half the tickets. so i got that looks about right from what i saw yeah so it's in november so we got half to go i think we'll get there I and will
0: say that uh if you're listening to this and you could possibly get to that, I mean i would I would love to go to that. uh, if you want a really good seat, a lot of those are gone already, so <laughs> if you want a really good seat buy now, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 it's okay to plan ahead. yeah, it's gonna be really fun, I'll say that, yeah, it's gonna be an amazing fun show. I'm trying to plan some special stuff okay yeah, you know, yeah,
0: so I mean, so in where you are in your career right now, you're sort of. Jumping like you're you're in a comedy club this week. I, I looked in the rest of the summer, or rest of the year. You are doing a few more comedy clubs, but also some theaters. Yeah. So how what the, what it, describe that to me? Where are you with that right now?
1: Um, I just go where they tell me. I like to <laughs> tour. I like to you know there's specific places I like to go. Um, I like being here. Um, but uh yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing all sorts of places I've never been before, which is very cool. I'm doing some smaller markets that have theaters, you know? Okay. Like I was in Hattiesburg, Mississippi last week, which I'd never performed in Mississippi before. Very cool. So it's like, um, it's great. I love it. I'm I'm doing a real diversity of gigs right now, and I I love that. It keeps me sharp, and, um, you know, I'm just anybody who wants to come out and see me. I'm very happy to have them there in whatever environment they want to be in. But sure,
0: yeah, sure. Uh, I just yeah. when I saw that, I'm like, that that is absolutely amazing. That's so awesome. Thank you. Um, we'll wrap this up. I want to. I'm going to bring up um, a couple tweets of yours. Okay. All right. These are these real dirty ones from back in 2013 before you changed your image. <laughs> 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 no, that's not true. Uh, this one. <laughs>
1: These are my tweets? Yes. Oh, yes. I don't tweet that much. I so know. this is I, I'll probably remember them.
0: Okay, well, this was I believe from January second or third from this year. And it said, take it a moment to reflect on what a wild year 23, 23 has been. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, because what was going on at the beginning of the year? It was like wait, that was when? Oh, the end of the, the, beginning, the, of be, year, the yes. beginning of this year. Beginning of this year. Yeah. It was like
0: the second or third. Let's well, look back and reflect.
1: Yeah. Well, what was happening? I can't remember. You know, the world's so crazy. There was, like, something crazy going on anyway. Yeah. It was just like, it just felt like, <laughs> it just felt like the, I don't know. There was, it was a wild ride. I can't remember oh, what yeah. was going on, but yeah. it was, like, two, was two weeks something. into the new year. I'm was surprised. Like, yeah.
0: Well, the other one was a uh, back and forth you had with another Ryan Hamilton.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a Ryan Hamilton who's a musician. Yes. And we constantly get tagged, and yeah, it's always a mess.
0: And uh, this was, I don't know, this wasn't too recent, but I saw, it. and then it, uh, the solution, what he came up with was that he was going to write a song called Comedian. Oh. So then when people search Ryan Hamilton comedian looking for you, it went to him.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't remember that. That's so funny. I remember we had a conversation like we should go on tour together. Yes. That yeah, was part of it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny because he's we're both we have mutual friends. Like Drew Carey is both friends of ours. And once Sure. And that's how and one time I can't remember, one time Drew tweeted the two greatest Ryan Hamiltons or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
0: God, I want that to happen. He writes a song. I mean,
1: I don't, because I might screw you over, but
0: that would be very funny. Ryan Hamilton comedian. That's my new single. Oh, I'd be flattered. Yeah. <laughs> How could you get him back on that though? Uh name your album singer-songwriter Ryan Hamilton or something like that. <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's not bad, you know? <laughs> I'm just sitting on a stool with a guitar, you know? <laughs> just the album cover, but it's all, you know... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. all jokes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, consider that. Yeah.
0: Uh, wh- so, are, I assume you're working towards recording. Do you have any plans for that at this point?
1: Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out what to do. I have a lot of material right now. Um I don't know. I mean, we're we're looking for uh, some place to go. Okay. And trying to figure out how we're going to distribute it. I haven't shot it yet, but sure. I've shot tests of it, and um, we'll see what happens. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Hopefully, I don't know. I'd like. I know people are just like it's been too long, and I agree. So I'm trying to get something out. I mean, there. that's what I'm
0: trying to say. <laughs>
1: it's been too long. It's a lot of pressure these days to be a comedian. It's like, when's your next one? When's your next one? And um. Yeah, I'm working on. Uh, you know, I wish I could just say I had a deal and this is what's going on, but we're working on it, so we'll see what's happening. Yeah, yeah. There's m- yeah. there's a lot of options. It'll work yeah, itself out, yeah. well, yeah. right? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Anything else you, we should be mentioning before you hit the road here? Just I mean, people that gotta come uh while there's still tickets remaining for this weekend at acme we released this people should come see you here obviously yeah
1: um yeah this will be great i don't know just check out uh, my tour dates i have a lot of tour dates we're constantly adding it's uh we're even into 2024 now a lot of stuff in the fall i'm going everywhere so check check for those cruise lines yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) CarnivalCruise.com. Just everybody who's listening to this, just come to the stadium show. I just need to get that one sold out. So wherever you're, just come to that show, and then we'll figure out the rest. Yeah.
0: You know, a lot of times when, uh, I got one final thing here, a lot of times, you know, when somebody, like rock bands will come and do an arena show. Yeah. And the lead singer will come out, or anybody in the band will come out, like if it's in St. Paul. Yeah. They'll bring a they'll wear a Minnesota Wild jersey. Or if it's at oh. the Viking Stadium. It right. just happened. Luke Combs came out wearing a Vikings jersey. Will oh. you
1: be wearing who which Utah Jazz jersey will you be wearing? Um which jersey? Yeah. <laughs>
0: like who, which player?
1: <laughs> I I I'm ashamed to say I don't know. Um Carl Malone, probably. Oh, you mean any player from back in the day? Yeah. Um any, yeah. yeah. Past? I don't know cuz I want to
0: see you in with the, the you know sleeveless basketball jersey too. <laughs> I did
1: do some photos when we we got a day at the uh arena to shoot. They let us have so I don't know if you saw but on were we were standing on the court. Yeah, we yeah. were standing on with the court and we did a zoom out shot, but I also have some shots that I haven't put out yet where I'm in way way oversized Jazz s- stuff. You're kidding. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So those will be coming uh, out. I no should way. put those out. Yeah. Oh. So look for those. I can't remember whose jersey I'm wearing. No but kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. That's amazing. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, thank you uh, for doing this. Please, uh, if you have any hand in it, come back sooner than six years.
1: Okay, okay, yes. I I would like that. All right. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Thanks, It's good Ryan. to see you. Thanks, man. Me too.